0: English girl named Fiona. Ah, hey! Welcome to the Portuguese Podcast with Tola Maconjola. What's new in your world? Hope you're well. And if you're not, you will be. That's optimism. That's positivity. Um, yeah, so... <clears throat> I traveled i hate public transport let's start off with that i hate public transport um but you know it's it serves its purpose anyway i was on the bus the other day and i don't typically do this but uh, when i go on the bus um and i got up the stairs to sit at the um the upper deck i normally scan the the upper deck and I tried to find a seat where um, I'm properly distant enough away from every other passenger because I, I can't stand people. <laughs> anyway, I got up to the top deck and I sat, I believe, on, at the second row. So that's the very first set of seats at the front, face the window, and I sat at the very next one. And there was no one else on the bus at least at the upper deck it was completely empty and i knew this was a big mistake right just instinctively i was like uh oh, why, why did i do that anyway i got up there, sat where i sat and you know buses moving along nice and steady comes to stop comes to a halt uh, and a new set of uh, some Mossadine comes into the into the can, right? And this dude comes up the steps and he seats. <laughs> this guy sits right in front of me. There's a lot of space behind the, like I said, it's completely empty. Not all space, it's just completely empty. But this dude decides to sit right in front of me. And Immediately, I become. I'm just uncomfortable. I'm like, "Why are you so close to me?" Uh, But I don't move. I just kind of sit there, being uncomfortable, because that's what you. That's what you do. As uh, (laughs) if you're British, you know that you just live with discomfort. But of course, the Nigerian part of my brain was going do something about this. So I have that saving grace that there is an outlet. And that's been Nigerian. Don't take shit, basically. But I sat there, being British. Just sat there. The boss kept moving. Up to the next stop. And... Little lady came up. Sat... At the front again. To the right of this guy. So we just look like a (laughs) family. There's so much space at the back. And it's just the three of us sat at the front. And of course I'm just getting increasingly agitated. In my mind, of course, I don't say anything. Uh I'm fidgeting, like these these two individuals are too close. I don't I don't want to be disacquainted with anyone. Yeah, and suddenly the lady starts to cough. And as soon as she lets out the first uh excretion of germs, I go this lady has COVID. Being British, I sat there still, just suffering. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why it is, but that's 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 the way it is out here. Anyway, I just sat there. The boss is moving. The lady's coughing. The guy's wearing a hoodie. He's just looking up front, and we. I think she. I don't know where she's from. I don't know where the dude is from. I couldn't see his. I couldn't say it's race. But I'm black and the lady is some mix of white and maybe Asian. The guy's probably white. So we look like an interracial family just being uncomfortable up front. And I'm debating this in my head. I'm like, well if I move a few seats back, am I gonna make these am I gonna upset these two? (laughs) It's like what a stupid question. What's it going to do with them? They don't know me. They don't care. But the way the the, the British mind works is that you don't want to offend, right? But I'm Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so that's so. Here's here's my thing, right? I'm British if it makes sense. If it's going to benefit me, you know, I've got a British passport. You know, healthcare. As far as that works, you know, that's crumbling. But you know. As far as, as my Britishness um, serves me well, uh, I'm British. But if it makes me tolerate something I shouldn't really, um, I become Nigerian. Because that's where the salvation lies. Anyway, I'm debating this in my mind. Should I sit back, move a couple of seats back? Will I offend Will they cry you know, <laughs> you know I, I don't know but then she keeps coughing and I'm like dude are you going to catch COVID because you're British or are you going to you know have no COVID because you're Nigerian so I decided to be Nigerian and I moved about two or three seats back it was probably three and I felt liberated I felt like uh, I had control of my life <laughs> and yeah, that's that's the, that's the great thing about dual citizenship, and you know, being a citizen of the world, so to speak. You can pull from different races, different not different from different cultures, temperaments, attitudes, dispositions. Yeah, at your discretion, you know, whenever the the need calls for it. Uh you, you can just pull from that basket, you know. I'm not entirely British, I'm not entirely Nigerian. I'm just trying to <laughs> just trying to make this work in my life. Um and that's optimal, I guess. Speaking of bosses actually, um I envy people who can, you know, cross their legs in tight spots you know, you get on the bus and on the let's say bus, car you know, any, any confined space and I remember I saw this twice right, so I was in an Uber with my wife and she was on the phone bar and she suddenly crossed her legs and I was so... <laughs> Like she was so comfortable, she, she just, with ease, she kind of just put one leg over the other. She didn't even think about it. Meanwhile, I've got these long legs that are kind of crammed against the front seat. Similar when I'm on the on, a, on the bus, you know, I, I remember I saw this happened this past week as well. This dude was sat, maybe, who was away from me, thank goodness. He kind of just shifted a little bit And then crossed his legs And I was like damn Why can't I do that Why are my legs so long <laughs> that, was, that was what was going on in my mind With all the trauma That you, the Ukrainians are going through I'm agitated about Why my, I can't cross my legs in tight positions You can't have everything Tola. You can't have everything Get a grip Get a grip would you rather not cross your legs or would you rather be or would you ra- would you rather cross your legs or would you trade that for being in a war zone? You're those are the those <laughs> those are your only two options. Uh yeah. I, I wish I could cross my legs to prefer in tight positions, but sadly my legs are too long. They just that good support though. So let's say, God forbid, I get caught in an accident. I don't. I don't see myself launching forward. <laughs> I see myself being crammed nicely, and the force kind of just, you know, been channeled through my knees, you know, and maybe through my head or whatever. But I don't see myself being launched forwards because I'm too. I'm too packed in. Yeah, um, it's it's a it's a nice day actually. Let's let's talk about the weather. Being British, it's a nice day. You know, it's September. It feels like spring. <laughs> this is like a real climate cl- climate crisis going on. Well, I like this kind of crisis. It's a, it's a nice weather crisis. It's good. It's good. You know, it's when you expect something bad, but something good actually happens. It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, gosh, I was thinking about this the other day. That I think <clears throat> over my life, over my youth, not dissimilar to anyone else. I think when you when you're growing up as a kid, young teenager, young adult, you meet all kinds of people and. Most likely than not, you've been insulted. <laughs> right, people have called you different kinds of names at various points in in time, and I was kind of going through the list of not all of them. I was going through some of the names that I've been called before I turned sixteen. Random exercise, but um, I I did that. I was like, oh, so, a, so here here are, here are some of them. Right, so I remember I've been called gay. <laughs> it's <laughs> so random and we call it a fag uh, you know it's like again it's unnecessary but you know the thing about it is that kids will say anything kids have no filter kids have no concept of empathy right so they'll say anything and it's like okay fair enough it didn't, it didn't really do much to me you just ignore it right some people can't ignore and that's where the problem comes in. I don't think the problem are the insult. I think the problem is when you can't cope with it, because life is it's setting you up for life, right? You know, if you can deal with this, you might be able to deal with it a little bit more. What i have I been called? I've been called uh, a devil. <laughs> that that's, that's that that one is quite peculiar. Um, I think it's. it's I used to do well in school and I never used to say anything about it and I also kind of had this I wasn't very emotional so I think all that put together I guess that makes you a devil I don't know all this before the age of 16 which which I I find funny as hell Uh, yeah when I was 16 I I moved out to the UK Um, and I'm as as offensive as this was. I was equally impressed because I was called nigger indirectly, and you're like, oh, told how, you know, how do you get called nigger indirectly? It's either you're called a nigger or you're not, which is why I, I was offended. But I was like, wow, that's that's pretty clever. So here's what happened, right? So I was playing, I don't know if I've ever told this story before. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't, but I was playing basketball. This was my first week at the school. I was playing basketball with another kid, white kid, obviously. <laughs> it's England, right? In Kent. Anyway, playing basketball with this kid, and another kid comes along, and we're playing, three of us, and... I can tell this kid has some issues, but anyway, he turns to his friend and says, you're acting like a nigger. <laughs> He's like, you're a nigger, you act like a nigger. And I was like, dude, I'm right here. Like, <laughs> like are you, like, what, what are you, what's going on? I was so, I was so impressed. <laughs> I was like, wow, how can you be so creative? like you could save the world if you channeled that energy positively but anyway i kind of called him out of it i was you know i had this righteous indignation like yo how could you blah 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 and of course he apologized his friend was like oh no he's just an idiot he says stuff like that sometimes and we kind of just left it at that but whenever we never became friends I, I couldn't trust him he was you could tell he was a bit of a snake not a lot of a snake he was a, he was a piece of shit he was a piece of shit kid but he did insult me in an impressive way um, years later oh no, before before years later even at, this, at the same school an, another kid called me and this is probably the greatest thing anyone has ever said to me <laughs> Which really tells you, I don't know if that's, this is all a reflection of me or a reflection of people, because I, I don't really insult people. But people seem to insult me. <laughs> so, I, I don't know what that's about. But this guy called me a nasty piece of work. And I remember I had this grin on my face like, that is so poetic. Like that. I, I just, I mean, obviously, this was what, 17 years ago. I still remember it. Brown kid. Almost my height. A bit of a weirdo. But I think it's trying to say something to get to me. And I just kind of brushed him aside. And he was like, you're a nasty piece of work. And I was like, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, a couple of years later, a few years later, a few years later, um, I think I was doing my master's and i sat down with a doctor you know maybe to <laughs> maybe maybe to talk about all the insults i've received through my life since before the age of 16 right just trying to understand precisely what <laughs> no nah, i'm kidding By i of a doctor and he said you know what you are really really smart you're no no he said you're you're, you're really really intelligent and I had no emotion. I remember I had no emotion. I, just, I was like, did he just say that? But at that point in time, I think he undid all the damage or potential damage those insults may have had. <laughs> and I'm only saying that because, you know, we it's almost like a balance. Life balances, balances itself out, right? You get he can be insulted by a bunch of people but if someone of high of a high caliber um, Stonewall well in life someone who's quite um, who's educated you know professional can identify a positive traits within you and call it out yeah i mean that's life right some people may think you're a nasty piece of work might think you're a fag apparently that's this this was a long time ago you can't really say fag nowadays but i was called a fag uh yeah so you can you have that extreme and you also have the other extreme where people where song can identify that you might actually not be um Oh yeah, someone also called me a retard. I was playing football as a kid. I was maybe 13. This guy had a lot of problems. Like he was none around the school. I don't know why I engaged with these folks, but I was playing football because I love playing football and I would play with anyone. Play- <laughs> I would play not play with Hitler. I'm I'm just saying I would play with almost a- I'll play with almost anyone, right? And this guy called me a retard. And I was just like, Nah! I mean, I don't really love the game that much. I'm. Let's just let's just leave. I don't need to put up with this crap. Uh, so yeah, from retard to highly intelligent. Yeah, that's life. Yin Yang, right? So yeah, it's a nice balance. Um, yeah, it's quite fascinating. Quite fascinating. Things always balance themselves out. People always get what's coming to them. You know that's. So I never, to be honest, speaking about insults. Again, everyone has been through something similar. You know, probably worse, a lot worse. You know, people actually get beaten up and you know harassed. And and I was okay. I mean, I, I words. You know, so like you got to do a little better than calling, name calling. To, to get to me really um, but even then you never know how those things could impact you subconsciously so if that's why I guess the guy when he said "Oh, you, you're, you're highly intelligent um, maybe <laughs> maybe God was trying to help me undo some uh, psychological damage I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Um. What else was I gonna say? I had something else in mind, but I seem to have forgotten. Uh, I'll say this right. Um. <laughs> it's a long lull. Um. No. So. Oh yeah, so for the next two weeks, I'm not going to be recording the podcast because I'm away. Um, But if you happen to hear an episode from me over the next two weeks, then I've probably decided that I've made the decision to take the microphone with me wherever I go. By this point in time I just I need to do a lot of there's a lot of work that I'm engaged in that I need to focus on over the next two weeks and I won't be able to sit down to do this even though I love doing this so um I'm gonna miss you and I know you're gonna miss me oh Well, <laughs> oh, yeah um if you want to write to me engage with the podcast Uh, write to me using the poetryboards at gmail.com email address. Write to me. Send your poems. Send your comments. Questions. Stories. Whatevs. Whatevs. Just write. Write hey. Hey, you up. And I'll say... I won't respond to that. <laughs> I won't respond to a, No, 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 no. I might respond. You never know. Write to me. And at the, at the bare minimum, I would read whatever you send on the podcast. Because I want to engage with y'all. So, yeah. Um, thank you for listening. If you listened. If you didn't listen, then you should listen. And if you're listening... Then you are listening. And I thank you for listening. Does that make sense? No, it totally doesn't. Great. Catch you in two weeks time. Potentially, I could record, like I said, next week. High probability is that I won't. So, catch you all in two weeks time. Deuces. Peace and love. Arrivederci. Ciao.